Hi, welcome to the Axe Church UK weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy! How many of you believe that prayer is powerful? How many of you believe that what, what, when, we, when we surrender to God, God will do things and God is able to, to, to provide? Amen? Amen. So let me, let me start off with prayer. I want to start off my sermon with prayer and surrender this word into God's hands. Amen? Amen. Thank you, God, for the day, O Lord, and thank you, God, for this opportunity, this privilege, this honor to deliver your word in your house, O Lord. We pray that you'll use me as your vessel to deliver your wisdom and your knowledge. I pray that the word will uh, pierce through the hearts of the people that need to hear it, O Lord. We pray that uh, people will have personal encounters with you this morning, O Lord. We pray that any chain will be broken. We pray that any bondage will be driven away. We pray that you will break through any problem, O Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. So thank you very much for coming to service this morning. It's my honor and my privilege to serve in this house as the sermon preacher for today. <laughs> and uh, and uh, let me start off with, uh, with a story. So uh, fun fact about me, I'm a Penangite. And all Penangites in the house say, Amen. And uh, one thing that Penangites can all agree on is that we love food. And uh, we, whether it be we're talking about chakwetia, which is uh, stir-fried rice noodles, or we're talking about Hokkien mee, the real Hokkien mee, which is, uh, which is the prawn, prawn noodles in soup, or whether it be uh, laksa, which is a sour fish base, uh, tamarind braised soft broth. Uh, if you're hungry again already, I'm sorry. Uh, so, but what all, what all Penangites do, uh, we like to do, is, uh, and as, as I'm sure all Asians like to do as well, is when we're eating the current meal, so let's say we're eating lunch, we also like to think about what to eat next. So you're thinking about, hmm, for tea time, what shall I have? Or for dinner, what shall I have? And uh, it's funny because yesterday when I was at Eat Tokyo with a few friends, that's what I was doing. <laughs> so I was like, hey, after this meal, let's go eat ice cream. Or after this meal, let's go and have something else. Because we're excited, right? We're excited. We're hungry to eat more. We're hungry to show, to show our friends like, what's good. What's good in London? What's good to eat? And then this, this got me thinking like, hmm, I'm so excited about food, but am I excited about my experiences with God? Am I excited about when I do my devotion? Am I hungry for the next devotion? Am I hungry for the next time I pray again? Am I hungry for the next time I get to, to, to share with someone? Where I have a testimony to share with somebody, right? So uh, this, this is a true conviction in my heart and this is something that I'm really working on and it's something that I, I hope you think about too. So is God bigger than food in your life? Is God bigger than anything else in your life? Amen? So this brings me to the title of my message for today, which is, Are You Hungry? And, uh, <laughs> and before we move on to the points for today, please allow me to go through some scripture. So if you can turn with me to Matthew chapter 6, verses 8 to 13. And if you're there, please say amen. Amen. So some of you might recognize this scripture, but let's read, read it together. So Matthew chapter 6, verses 8 to 13. Therefore... Do not be like them, for your Father knows the things you have need of before you ask of Him. Wow, isn't that powerful? He knows what you need even before you ask Him. And in this manner, therefore pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. 
Amen. So as as we read this, I really want you to be blessed by uh, by what, what what's happening in this message, and uh, I I want you to focus especially on verse eleven, which says, "Give us this day our daily bread." So it doesn't say that give us this day our bread for the rest of our lives. It doesn't say like give us give us this bread and then I won't have to ask again. It says give us this day our daily bread. And I'll touch upon this later on in my message as well. And now if you will turn to me to turn with me to Psalms 84 verse 2. And if you're there, please do say amen. Amen. Okay, so let me read it out to you. My soul longs, yes, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Wow. When's the last time you said, wow, I will faint if I don't see God today. Wow, I'll faint if I don't come to church. I'll faint if I don't go for homes. Wow, come on church. Are you, are you really on fire for God? Are we really ready to say, oh, I'm so hungry to see, to see God today. I'm so hungry to receive from God today. And that, that brings me to my first point for today, which is, what is hunger? So let me, let me do a test today. Let me do a test. So if you can look at the screen, we'll, we'll test out and see whether you know what is hunger. If you can change to the next slide. So if, if, you, can see the, <laughs> if you can see on the screen, we have uh, pictures of nice food. On the top left, we have chapchae, cooked by Karine. We have a full English breakfast, cooked by Joe. And we also have some fries and more English breakfast items, cooked by Joe. So, does this make you hungry? If you're hungry, say amen. Yeah. Okay, so let me, now that now you know what hunger is, let me give you the, the English definition for the word hunger. So, to hunger means to feel unease or pain due to a lack of something. So this lack of something usually is food, or it can be a lack of something that you need in your life. And the second meaning is also, it means to have a strong desire or craving for. So it means something that you crave for, something that you need to satisfy a desire in your heart, something that you need to, 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 to replace a hole in your spirit. So, and one, one of my favorite origins is the, the origin from the Greek word called kakanos. I'm sorry if I pronounce it wrongly, but it means dry or drying. So why do you get thirsty? Why, why do you have to drink water throughout the day? It's because as you go about the day, maybe you sweat, maybe your body uses up the water, maybe you dehydrate and you slowly dehydrate over time. And what do you need to do? You need to drink more water. Sometimes your lips get red, sometimes your lips get dry because you have not enough water in your body. And, and, and speaking about the same thing as food, we also need to consume a certain amount of calories to go about our daily activities, right? So it's, let's say for me... I, I need about 2,000 calories to go through the day uh, if I want to maintain my, my current uh, weight. Uh, but, but for p- different people, it's different. So this is a personal thing to you. And, uh, but all of us have to eat to survive. If we don't eat, we die. And, and now that we know what hunger is, what does it mean to hunger for God? What does it mean to have a, a righteous spiritual hunger? A hunger to know more about God, to know not just to know about God. Like I'm really touched by what we learned in Homes on Wednesday where there's a big difference between knowing about God and knowing God. So let's shift over. Let's shift over from just knowing about God to knowing God. Let's hunger to know more about God. And circling back to Matthew chapter 6, verse 11, where it says, give us this day our daily bread. Let's, let's continue to ask God for help every day. And why, why should we just limit it to Oh, when I'm feeling tired, then I pray. Or when I'm feeling down, then I pray. Why not everything that you do? Every day you wake up in the morning, you say, God, 
I commit this day into your hands. God, bless me. God, please give me all that I need to go through this day, right? So usually when I prepare, I go through a study Bible. And I really like what it says about this verse where it says, um, in this verse, it shows that humans universally depend on God for His provision of food, health, and even breath. Asking God for daily bread acknowledges one's complete dependence on Him. Wow. Is, can, can we really say that when I wake up in the morning, I really need to say to God, God, I want to depend on you, and without you, I can't go through this day. Without you, I cannot go to work. Without you, I cannot study. Without you, I cannot pass this test. Without you, I can do nothing. Is, do we have this kind of meekness and humbleness and surrender to say to God, God, I hunger for you so much. I hunger, and I know that when I ask for help, you will provide it. When I ask for help, you will be there. And you will always be there, even when I feel like you're not there. Even when I feel like I'm waiting so long and you're silent, being silent, God being silent doesn't mean God's not there. Yeah. Amen? And are we able to say, so let's say you had a very good meal. So let's say, so the first time I tried Pastor Dave's roast pork, I was like, mind blown. It was like, the, 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 it was, this might sound weird, but the only thing I could think of for the next few days was roast pork. <laughs> and uh, and why, why is that? It's because I had such a good experience, right? It's because uh, I was like, oh, I really want to experience that again. I really want to have that roast pork again. And when is the next time I can do it? Let's plan it. Let's maybe buy Pastor Dave some pork so he can cook it. Or let's uh, bring Pastor Dave out for lunch and say, hey, you know, roast pork quite nice. Huh? And, <laughs> and so like, right, right? It's like if you, if you want something, you, you go for it, right? You, you make the effort so that you can taste it again. You make the effort so that you can experience it again. So that brings me to my next point, which is what are you eating? So church, the first point is what are you hungry for? And the second point is now that you know that you get hungry, what are you eating? And for, for those of you that know, I love rice. And uh, when I go on holiday, one of the things that I like to do, which uh, my wife doesn't really like, is that I like to go and look for rice. So like, let's say we go to, we're going to Paris soon. <laughs> and uh, one of the things that I'll do is probably look for rice. And uh, if you heard that, if, do you hear the sound? That's the sound of my eyes, uh, my wife's eyes rolling. <laughs> and uh, so, so one of the things I like to do is I like to search out for rice, right? So uh, why, do I, why do I do that? It's because I like rice so much and rice gives me comfort. And rice is something that I think I cannot live without. It's, uh, it's probably uh, something wrong with... <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but, but it's because I'm so hungry for rice, right? But, and then I, when I was preparing this, I was so convicted to say like, God says, do you love me more than rice? And do you love me so much that when we go to Paris, you go to church on Sunday? Uh, do, when I go and you go to Paris, you still tune in for online service. Do, 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 will I do that? Or will I say, okay, well, I'm on holiday. Maybe I don't need God this, this, this weekend, right? And I'm, I'm not just preaching this to you. I'm preaching this to myself as well. Because I, if I'm being honest, sometimes I fail. Sometimes on Sunday, I say, oh, I'm too tired. I'm on holiday. Maybe I just tune in online. So yeah, that, that's something that, that's, that's real, something that you have to work on. And something that you have to, to ask yourself, what are my priorities in life? What, 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 what are the things in life that I cannot compromise on? What are the things in life that I say, okay, I said this, cannot change. I, nothing will change it. It's, and if that thing is not God, you might need to reprioritize your life. Because if, if you say, okay, I think, I think going for a meal is more important than going to church, 
Then what's wrong? What's wrong here? What are you hungry for? Why are you eating? What, what, what is it that gets you up in the morning and, uh, and, and gets you going? What is it that, do, do you, is it a good breakfast? Is it you running in the morning? Or is it you taking the time to set apart time for God to say, God, use me. God, fill me up. God, I've been dry since yesterday because of all the things I've gone through. So to this morning, please fill me up. Please, please show me what your plan is for me to this, this morning, right? And I was, and I was preparing, and I, I, this, this song was ringing in my head, so if you, if you don't mind, I'll read it out to you. I think the lyrics make a lot of sense. So it's from Hunger and Thirst by The Belonging Co. And so the beginning goes like this. So once again, I invite you in. Once again, I am reaching out. You're all I'm after, all that I pursue. I hunger and thirst for you. Hunger and thirst for you. My soul desire, only desire, nothing else. No one else will do. I hunger and thirst for you. Hunger and thirst for you. Then this got me thinking, all of these worship songs that we sing, do we really mean what we sing? Or do we just sing it because it sounds good? Or do we just listen to it because, oh, okay, I mean, I'm going for a run, might as well listen to some music, right? <laughs> or do we really say, whoa, do I, like, let's say I read this again, right? So, okay. so once again, I invite you in. You're inviting God in every time, all the time. It's this, this shows a continuous hunger. This doesn't show a one-time hunger. This shows a continuous hunger to want to grow God more. And, and once again, I am reaching out. I think while, while we were worshipping just now, one thing that, that, that God put into my mind was that let's not let the world, let's not let men stop us from reaching out and, taste, and tasting God. Let's not uh, let the things of the world, so like, I don't know, badminton, sports, or, or eating, or, or, or sleeping, or, or maybe you're tired. Maybe you just can't, can't, do day, can't do this today. But why don't you reach out to God? Because God, like, like we read in the, the verses earlier, God knows what you need even before you tell Him. And He's ready to give you that good food. He's ready to, at the door saying that, Hey, Gareth, the good food is ready. Are you going to eat it? Are you going to eat it and say, thank you, and I believe that this is all that I need for today, yeah. right? And um, I, I, I was really, <laughs> I think a lot of this convicts me, and I think, I hope it convicts you too. Uh, but, but as much as I'm preaching to you, I'm preaching to myself as well. So, so, wow, can I really say that all that I pursue in life is God? All that, like, like the, from the very moment that I wake up, I, I'm saying the, this a lot, but from the very moment that I wake up, What's the first thing that I do? do I, is, is it brush teeth? Is it, uh, I don't know, have breakfast? Is it go for a walk, go for a run? Or is it communing with God? And when, when we wake up, do we give God the same kind of time limits that we give to other things that we do in life? So like, let's say I do devotion, I say, okay, half an hour is enough. But when I watch YouTube, no, no time limit. Oh, when, when, oh come on. <laughs> Yeah, and or when I go on Instagram, I scroll, scroll, scroll. Eh, two hours, okay, lah. But 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 when I when I do quiet time with God, right? Is there a limit? Why do we put a limit on God when He has no limit for us? Amen. Come on. And uh, when as I'm seeing these things, right, I I also think about so like thinking about good food, right? Uh, when so I'm trying to go on a diet, and if anybody is going on a diet, say Amen. <laughs> yeah. and, and I stress the word try. Uh, 
and I'm currently trying to lose weight, uh, trying to get back to uh, my, a nice slender body. And uh, I've enlisted the <laughs> help of a personal trainer. And I think the thing that sticks the most with me is that he says that 80% of my efforts, 80% of the results that I'll see comes from a good diet, comes from good nutrition. So I can stay the whole day in the gym, but if I go back and eat KFC for every meal, no use, <laughs> because I'll still stay the same weight. I might get more muscles, but the fat will cover the muscles. So no use. <laughs> so it's like net, net, no, no effect. So the, the same goes with, 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 with putting good food into your body. Good, putting good food into your spiritual stomachs. So like, I, if you eat junk food, you'll be full, but you'll be full for the wrong reasons. Like, 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 like let's say I, I want to satisfy my soul. I feel dry, right? So I watch Netflix. I, I happy, happy, happy. I watch a few hours. I binge watch the whole series. Uh, Karen and I are very, um, very guilty of that. And, uh, but shh, don't tell Karen. And, uh, <laughs> but, but, but what am I filling my stomach with? Am I full with the wrong things? And then I'm not hungry for the right things anymore. Because I think I'm full, but I'm full of the wrong things. So I might be full of Netflix. I might be full of YouTube. I might be full of Instagram. I might be full of, I don't know, maybe I play, I do play World of Warcraft. So maybe I'm full of World of Warcraft. But, and then I don't have time for God anymore. And then I say, God, I'm full. I don't, I'm not hungry, so I don't, need, I don't need anything. I can rely on my own strength. I can, I, can, I can tell God that, God, I'm so full right now. I'm, so, I'm doing so well. I'm at this point in life where I don't need you. You can indirectly say that to God. And, and what happens when you say that? Then you rely on your own strength. And then you, you, you are filled with the wrong things. And, and it might seem like that's the right thing to do, but when it comes to a cliff, when it comes to that, that point in time in life where you say, what is my purpose? Then it, it, nothing satisfies that, that longing anymore. Because how can Netflix tell you your purpose? How can Instagram tell you your purpose? How can Facebook tell you your purpose? And I really like what we learn in, in, in Holmes where it says that God created us. And as a creator, he's the one that knows what the purpose, what our purpose on earth is for. And it's not a coincidence that we're on earth, right? It's not a coincidence that, we, that we're in this room. It's not a coincidence that all of us are in the UK at this point in time. God placed us here for a reason. And the only person that can tell us why is God. And the only person that can fill us up with the strength that we need to fulfill that purpose is God. So let's... let's Let's develop a, a righteous hunger for God. Let's, let's be set on fire again for God. Let's be excited every time we meet with God. Let's, like, let's, say, <laughs> let's say you wake up in the morning. I'm saying wake up in the morning again, but if you're, if you're not a morning person like me, say amen. But, but when, when the first thing that you do, right? The first thing that you do, like, like so for example, let's say you're getting ready to go for a concert. Let's say your favorite K-pop group is uh, coming to the London O2 and you bought tickets. And you're excited. You're so excited, right? And like, like maybe the night before, you can't sleep because you say, oh, I'm so excited to, to go for this concert. I'm so excited to, to finally hear them singing live. I'm so excited to finally maybe have the chance to, I don't know, breeze past their fingers. <laughs> so, so I'm so excite, excited to, I don't know, maybe have, uh, have, uh, have them have eye contact with me for a split second. But are we so excited about when, when it comes to God or not? Like, like, do we lose sleep 
when we are like so excited, oh, I'm so excited to meet with God tomorrow? Do we wake up earlier in the morning because like, oh, I don't want to limit my time with God. I don't want to, I don't want to say, God, okay, 15 minutes, enough. I don't want anything else. Come on. Come on, church. Let's not limit our time with God. Let's not limit what we do with God because we have other things on our schedule. Work starts at a fixed time, but we can always wake up earlier. Sports start at a fixed time, but we can always choose to start devotion earlier. Let's not limit God because we have too busy a schedule. Let's not limit God because, oh God, I think uh, today uh, I don't have any mental capacity to do devotion anymore. I don't think I can learn anything from you, so I think I do tomorrow. Then maybe tomorrow I do double. Doesn't work that way. (laughs) Doesn't work that way, okay? Uh, Sometimes you might need to catch up, but every day go to God for help. Don't say, God, okay, today I cannot really. Today I have received enough from you, so for this next prayer, I think I'll do it tomorrow. So don't do that. Okay? And uh, so, let's recap. Number one, what are you hungry for? Number two, what are you eating? What are you putting in your stomachs? What are you putting in your spiritual stomachs and your physical stomachs? What are you doing to ensure that you don't dry up spiritually, mentally, and physically? Amen? Cool. Which brings me to my third point, which says, let's stay hungry. Let's stay hungry for the right things. Let's stay hungry for the things of God. Let's stay hungry for, 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 for things that really matter, the things that, that will last for a lifetime and for eternally, eternity, and not just the things of this earth. In Psalms 34 verse 8, it says that, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in Him. And the way I see this is that I can tell you that something is good, but I cannot taste it for you. So you need to make a choice. You need to make a step of faith you need to step out of your comfort zone and say, I need you, God, and I want to taste and see. This is my need. Please, can you meet it? Yeah. And then you taste and see that the Lord is good. Try it. If you haven't tried it, I urge you to do so because I cannot taste God for you. I cannot, I cannot build up your faith for you. I can tell you what I've been through. I can tell you that God has been good in my life, but apart from encouragement, the only way that you can build your personal relationship with God is by doing. You need to read the Word of God. You need to pray. You need to trust that when you pray, things will happen. You need to trust that when you ask God for help, He will be there. And you need to have this, this, this humbleness to say that, God, I know that I need something. I, not, I may not know what the best thing is, but I trust that whatever you provide for me will be good because I trust your perfect will. I trust that you know my purpose. So I think that's, that's one thing that I'm also working on because like, let's say I ask God for A and B, you know? As I say, God, can you give me A or can you give me B? And God says, how about C? And then, but I'm so fixed in that mindset saying that there's only A and B, there's no C. Uh, I, I'm limiting God. I'm putting God in a box of my own understanding, saying, God, God, I think what's best for me is A and B. When God is really saying, what's best for me is C. Can I be so humble to say that, God, you know best. And let's, let's stay hungry for that. Let's stay hungry for God to be able to, to... I'm not saying do nothing. 
I'm saying do your best and trust that God will give you the right thing at the right time. Yeah. And wait. And when you're waiting, you're not doing nothing. So let me give you an example. So when I spend quality time with God, I do my best to give Carrie 100% of my time. I don't, sometimes I fail. Sometimes I, I, I don't do, do that. But most of the time I try to, to put the phone away. I try to do nothing else except be present with Karen. And why, why is this important? It's because of the intention behind it, right? So if I don't have the right intentions when I spend time with Karen, then it's not as useful anymore. It's not so, it's not quality time anymore. It's just quantity. It's just time that we spend together, but it's not as powerful as it could be. The same goes with devotion. So the next time you do devotion, can I encourage you to not put a limit to how long you do your devotion? Find a time where you have you don't have to stop after a certain amount of time. So maybe if, if before work is too stressful for you, do it after work. If, if, if before breakfast is too early for you, do it after breakfast. Do it at a time where you don't have to limit your experience with God. And do it at a time where you have enough time to absorb what God is trying to say. So you don't have to rush through it. You don't have to say, God, in five minutes, if you don't answer, I'm going to have to ask you again tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, oh God, well, maybe God will answer, right? But, but I'm, I'm trying to tell you that don't try and limit your time with God and ex- enjoy it. Enjoy the experience that you have each and every day. Like for example, as an encouragement to, to the people that are serving for both services as well, even if nobody else comes, you get the enjoyment or, and the privilege of enjoying God's presence one more time on a Sunday. That one more time. And, you, and as you worship, as you praise, you're doing unto God. And God delights in your, in your sacrifice. Amen? So we don't do things unto men. We do things unto God. Right? And, and uh, I, I like especially what it says in John chapter 6, verse 35, which says, And Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger. And he who believes in me shall never thirst. So the way I read this is, I read it as a continuation of what we saw, sort of like a, a mix, a, a joint promise from God with the Lord's Prayer. So the one, in one, God says, give us this day our daily bread. And here it tells us that that daily bread is God. Wow. And it, it tells them that anytime you go to God, you will never hunger. Anytime you go to God, you will never thirst. So every time you have a problem, even if you're full, even if you, you feel like life is going well, you need to go to God. You need to thank God for what you have. We, let's not get complacent. Let's not say, God, I'm so fruitful now. I'm so blessed right now that I don't need any more. Right? Let's not be so, uh, if I can use the word stuck up, to say that we don't need God. Let's not be so, so, so proud to say that, God, I don't need my daily bread anymore because I've, I've enough. I've enough and I don't need any more. Because every single day, our daily bread is used up. And that's why it's called daily bread. It's not called monthly bread. It's not called any other bread. It's called every single day, you should go to God and say, God, please fill me. God, please, I need to receive from you today. God, come on. Come on, church. Are we doing that? Let's, let's, let's develop, like I said before, let's develop a hunger for God. Let's develop a longing to want to know God more and more each day. Let's develop a, a, 
the, that dependence on God. And let's not lose that dependence on God. Let's not, let's not be this fully dependent on God when we're going through bad times. And then when the good times, we say, okay, no need God. Let's not do that. Let's not lose that hunger for God. Let's not lose the ability to say to God, God, fill me up. God, use me. And as I draw to a close today, I think I want to spend time ministering today. So as I invite the worship team to come up, let's take the time to pray. Let's not limit the time that we have to pray with God this morning. Let's, let's allow Him to minister to people this morning. Let's allow Him to, to do His work. Like in the, in, the, in the prayer, it says, let your will be done and not ours on, on earth as it is in heaven. So let's, let's let God move this morning. Let's let God do what He wants to do. If, if, and before we do that, let me give you some takeaway points. Number one is we get hungry. And we know that we dry up over the course of the day, physically, mentally, and spiritually. Yeah. Number two, we need good food. And the good food that we need is God. And number three, let's start to look forward to our time that we spend with God. Let's not look at it as a chore. Let's not look at it as something we need to get over with. Let's not look at it as something like, ah, I don't want to do it today. Can you please, uh, let's get it over with. Let's, let's be excited for it. Let's be as excited to go for a concert, as excited to go for lunch, as excited to go for... For, for, to get that promotion at work. As excited to binge watch that next, next, next Netflix series. As excited to browse Instagram. As excited to receive the likes from Instagram. Must be much more than that. Let, let, let your, the gratification that you get be from God. Let's not be, get our gratification from things of men. Let's get our gratification from God. Amen? So as, 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 we, as we worship God with another song, I want, to I want you to prepare your hearts to receive from God this morning. The altar will be open. And if you need to receive from God this morning, I urge you to come up and to receive from God. I urge you to surrender, to respond, to take that step of faith to say to God, God, I need you this morning. I need you. I need you and that's all that's important. I need you and I want to get to know you more today. I need you and I'm dry. Please, will you fill me up? So if that's you, at any point during the, during the worship later, if that's you, come up to pray. Come up and we will pray alongside you and we will believe that God will work in miracles today. We believe that chains will be broken. We believe that the, the people that, that need to be healed will be healed. We believe that God is able. Amen? If you've been touched by today's message and would like to invite Jesus into your life, why don't you join me in saying this prayer? Lord Jesus, thank you for paying the ultimate price for my sins by dying on the cross for me. I receive your love and forgiveness and eternal life by faith. Come into my heart and life and be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you've been blessed by today's message. For more information about Acts, you can check out www.actschurch.uk. God bless.